Welcome to the Radio Amateur Society of Australia podcast. The Radio Amateur Society of Australia represents and promotes the hobby of amateur radio in Australia. Our objectives are to provide evidence-based research and strategic direction for issues related to amateur radio, promote amateur radio and its role in emerging technologies, educate and encourage the next generation of operators, and lobby the regulator to protect and enhance the privilege of amateur radio. And now, here's the news. Hello, this is Frank, VK2BFC, with news from the Radio Amateur Society of Australia on this 12th of June, 2020. Let's start this week with some great news of special contributions by Australians at the Queen's Birthday Honours. Mr James Anthony Hutchinson, Tony VK5ZAI of Kingston, South Australia, received the Order of Australia for significant service to amateur radio, particularly to satellite and space communication. Tony's achievements include being National Coordinator and one of 10 official ARISS VHF UHF telebridge stations to the International Space Station and a ham TV ground station. Engineering support and school mentor officer and coordinator of the Asia-Pacific region, founding member since 1996, he achieved the first school radio link-up with the Mir Space Station in 1993, and is a member of AMSAT VK, the Radio Amateur Satellite Corporation. Congratulations, Tony, from all here at RASA. And now an update from AMC on exams. AMC report that there's now a gradual relaxing of the COVID regulations for face-to-face examinations. AMC are working with the university to develop a checklist as guidance to allow you to hold face-to-face examinations in premises for which there's a formal COVID safe plan in place. You will be notified when this has been signed off and the guidelines will be sent to you, which should be in the next few days. In the meantime, the remote assessments remain in place and our thanks to those who have been conducting these. Now some updates on QRM Guru and new tracking tools for power line noise. When it comes to pinpointing power line interference, power companies and authorities use a proven method of listening to the sounds that come from power line arcing and corona discharge. As these sounds are outside of human hearing range, specialist sound monitoring equipment is required. At the VK3 Antenna Palooza field earlier this year, Bob Tate, VK3XP, gave a presentation about his homebrew ultrasonic gear. Bob has accumulated a wealth of experience in dealing with interference problems and provides a lot of tips on tracking power line noise. A video of Bob's presentation has recently been added to the QRM Guru website. Visit qrm.guru and search on ultrasonics. The video link is at the end of the article or you can go directly to the video section if you just want to view the video. And don't forget, and if you're struggling with QRM or RFI issues in the shack, 
send us an email and we'll see how we can assist. Simply send an email with all the details of your situation to feedback at qrm.guru. Welcome to Amateur Radio. Rasa released a free guidebook for newcomers to our hobby. It's been downloaded over 950 times already. Grab your free copy and please pass the link on to any newcomers. Of course, we welcome your feedback. Being an ebook, we can publish updates easily. Head to our website and follow the link vkradioamateurs.org. FIST's Grants for the Reverse Beacon Network RASA congratulates the Australian Morse Code Preservation Society, FISTS, for showing leadership with a national grants program. Two $500 grants have already been awarded. FISTS are offering grants of up to $500 for Australian clubs to expand the CW Reverse Beacon Network. Read more at their website, FDU. Dot org dot au. That's F-D-U dot org dot au. To learn more about the Reverse Beacon Network, visit reversebeacon.net. And now some information on call sign regulations and your personal details. As we've reported previously, you do not have to change your call sign if you move interstate. You just need to tell the ACMA your new postal address. The ACMA have also advised that they no longer require an actual station address, only a postal address. However, repeater and beacon licenses still require a physical address for frequency coordination purposes. Amateur's postal addresses are listed in the ACMA online database. This is a requirement of the Radio Communications Act. If you have privacy concerns, you can use a PO box or an address care of your local post office. Another alternative may be to use your local amateur radio club's address or PO box if they're agreeable. The ACMA prefer to communicate with amateurs by email whenever possible, as this is much quicker and more efficient. You should check that your email address is correct with ACMA if you use this method. To change your postal address, simply send an email to the ACMA at info at acma.gov.au And if you've got any questions or topics you'd like covered in future podcasts, please drop us an email to info at vkradioamateurs.org that's it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. This is Frank, VK2BFC, 73.